Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. So there was a point when I was coming out of my karma and I was burning out my ego and I'd kind of come into this new world where like small magical things were happening every now and again. And I was so worried that I would backslide, that I would end up where I started. Is that possible? No, it's, it's really normal, first of all, to feel that way. And I feel like, I think somewhere in season eight, there was a bit of that, um, conversation about backsliding, but we've never fully addressed what that really looks like and whether or not that truly happens. So when you're in your sort of karmic reality, you're looping, right? Your karmic story, the, I am not good enough. And whatever your theme is, you're, you know, you're looping and you're repeating things in order to break patterns in order to gain enough consciousness to realize, oh, wait, I'm powerful enough. I can break this pattern. This does not have to define my life any longer. Okay, interesting. I didn't actually really look at it that way before. And that's kind of the empowering bit that karma offers us. And in that process, you burn out your fear. I'm so afraid life can't look any differently, but I'm at a point where I'm going to need it to be if I'm going to survive myself and all of these poor decisions I keep on making. And that's how the fear gets burned out. And then at some point, the one thing that's keeping you locked in your seemingly karmic reality, even though your karma is gone and your fear is gone, is the ego. And so that's what you start to burn out. Yeah. Your identity. Yeah. This attachment I have to this life. Yeah. Because that's why things still look similar. Because when you don't, when you, when you're free to create whatever you want, if all you have is the attachment to what it used to look like, you're going to keep creating that. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to naturally do that because you need the familiar. Yeah. The ego loves familiar. The ego loves to think it can't work out any other way than the way I know how it, it's supposed to. And when we talk about expectations, we're not just talking about positive expectations. It's also negative expectations. If there's positive, you know, it's like I used (laughs) to think. Or the medium expectations. (laughs) No, but you know, like I used to think that, oh, what's fucking me is the fact that I think everything's going to work out with rainbows and unicorns. Right. Mm -hmm. But actually that was a big lie like mm. the truth is whilst i had some kind of weird denial hope thing that it was going to work out in rainbows and unicorns when i was stuck in my karma yeah the truth is i expected it to all fall apart mm. i expected to be told i wasn't good enough my ego actually liked me the familiar for me was feeling lonely dejected not good enough mm-hmm. so my expectations were just as much of oh why didn't prince charming ride in on his horse and why didn't I win the lottery and you know all those things yeah were just as much of well of course I didn't because I'm here to suffer mm-hmm. right so I yeah. think our ego actually <laughs> keeps us in it's not you know when people hear ego we we think over inflated sense of one but actually yeah. and like extreme possible, like pride to the extreme yeah right? yeah but actually our identity is often also that we're in pain yeah that, and victimy exactly mm-hmm. and that we don't deserve any better and you know, so actually going for things sometimes where we listen to our hearts is allowing mm-hmm. us to break our ego because we're saying we do deserve better. And sometimes those are the expectations we're breaking, the expectations that tell us that we can't strive for more, right? Yeah, that's actually next episode. Oh, uh, whatever. Well, I, that, <laughs> just Easter egg. Just, just, just saying. <laughs> Easter egg, Easter egg. <laughs> but effectively, once you've managed to kill all of that, kill the ego, that final bit, and you are able to envision a new kind of life for yourself. And by envisioning, we're not fantasizing and we're not mood boarding on Pinterest about it, but it's really just about holding 
that internal knowing that, all right, I'm, I'm about to get to where I, I deep down always knew I could get to, but never understood or figured out how mm. given the, where the way in which I was living my life or all the situations I, and circumstances I found myself in all because of my karma. Yeah. So once you are in 5d, the reality is that you can never backslide all those opportunities you have for growth and evolution enable you to move forward in such a way where you can never move back. You know, initially when I heard that, I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, but actually the more I think about it, the more it makes absolute sense because the one thing I would say about this whole healing thing is that (laughs) um, it's natural. You mean the journey? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I mean, I don't know what to say, but it's natural. Like the why, that's why whenever we talk about kind of coming out of your karma, we always talk about following your heart Mm -hmm. because actually at first it's very scary, right? Like to make choices that you really want to make, to give yourself permission to make choices is frightening, you know, because you keep thinking that your world is going to fall apart as a result. Yeah. But actually the shifts are so incremental. Mm -hmm. They're so natural that it's almost a little bit like at the end of a walk when you look back and you realize how far you've walked rather than you jump. Yeah, or mapping it. Yeah. Like, I know I'm going to walk 2.3 kilometers today. You're, you're already seeing the entire path, and you're almost tired by seeing it all. Yeah. And you think, oh, I've already walked it. Yeah, and you <laughs> haven't yet. And look, that's different. Like, I definitely feel like there are moments, and, you know, I'm still trying to reconcile this inside, mm-hmm. but I can see the next steps for myself in a mm-hmm. very vague, blurry terms, right? Mm-hmm. And... That feels strange because I start worrying, well, is this like it was where I thought something was going to happen and then it didn't? Or could I be disappointed or this or could I, or is it going to be shit or is it going to be, you know, all the mm-hmm. normal thoughts, you know, like yeah. when you were talking a couple of episodes ago about how we can see like steps in our fate, mm-hmm. you know, and like actually how, you know, for example, when it comes to quantum leaping, you can see like 10 steps ahead or, yeah. you know, like we can always see more of our fate. You know, I've always struggled to know the difference between am I seeing my fate or am I seeing something else? Yeah. But then sometimes, like I, I remember, you know, a little while ago, I had, I, you know, I felt like I was kind of in quite a nice place, but stuff from my past kept kind of coming back in, yeah. like people from my past and feelings from my past. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking, oh my gosh, am I just, have I just gone back to a different time? Because obviously also the people that come back from your past who start feeling like you were someone, you you start remembering who you Mm -hmm. were. But then what was so interesting is that I was still me. And yes, they were like the new yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And I was looking at, them, looking at them through those eyes. And let me tell you, and I say <laughs> this with a lot of love, wow. <laughs> wow, I changed. Like, wow, I, wow. I don't even, I don't want to, I don't want to like cuss anybody out. I don't want to cuss myself out. But all I can say is that like definitely attracted like, you know, that's a very nice way to say it. it's very true. Yeah. It's very true. But you know, there were points where I started panicking. Am I backsliding because I'm engaging with people? And then I realized, no, it's actually the fucking opposite yeah. because you know what? In a lot of, I'm just going to go on this rant for 30 just seconds. Go. A lot of the time in like manifestation and a lot of these kind of spiritual practices that are coming out, it's a lot about testing and cutting people out of our lives and changing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talk a lot about when you kind of start playing in this kind of test space, mm-hmm. effectively what you're doing is you're setting conditions if, when, mm-hmm. and you're, it, it, it's effectively bypassing trust, right? You're looking at it as a way to trust without. Yeah. And you're trying to preempt your karma. 
You're trying to mitigate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By, oh, I've cut them out already, so I won't have that karmic experience with them. Exactly. Yeah, and which makes it, a lot of sense. And then it potentially creeps in again. Or what I actually think is a bit more hazardous, what happens is if your growth and your progression or your evolution takes those twists and turns as opposed to through the karmic one, right? But at the same time, there is almost like you can almost see the thread. If you, if you take a step back, you're going to see that thread through and it's going to make a lot of sense. What happens is with some of these processes you're talking about through these other practices or modalities is that a person may think because they've managed to cut certain people out and pass these tests and somehow manifest or whatever, evoke a new type of life that everything's okay. But what happens is that you cannot ever fully avoid your karma. If you don't so, think you're good enough, it's going to find a way to come out. So when obstacles come up and you hit them, they're actually going to hit back harder in order for you to get the evolution and the growth that you didn't get before. Well, and that's what starts to seem like that you were backsliding, right? Interesting. And on top of that, when you start to experience that sort of sense of backsliding, not real backsliding, because again, that's not ever fully possible because you are always a different person from one minute to the next. If you didn't get that growth period when you needed to, but it is still essential because it, it's written in your destiny, right? And that small part of your fate, you're going to get it. And that's not a threat. It's not a, oh, it's coming for you. It's just a fact. So what happens is that just as much as you think you've gone from 3D to 5D and that your consciousness is there, if you haven't healed enough of that separation, you're not going to be in 5D. You're going to be in effectively hell because you're going to be aware of the massive dissonance because your consciousness is there, but your life is not matching up. Sorry, I just had to get that out. What do you mean about your consciousness, your consciousness is there, but your life isn't matching up? I don't understand. Yeah, as in you seem to know, you have all the mechanics and the information. Like you have the sort of intellectual understanding of what 5D is. Oh yeah, I get that. I'm at one because I know what oneness is. I don't quite know what it really means and how it applies to myself personally, but I grasp. You can have all the information and you can turn a lot of like a lot of these quote-unquote teachings and spiritual modalities into some kind of intellectual exercise. But if it is not fully embedded in you, as in if it has not really been become a part of your consciousness, it's just adopted consciousness, it's not real. Well, the thing is, is that, okay, that, was, that seems very doom and gloom, but then I was thinking about it. <laughs> it's really not meant to be. No, but it's not, because the thing is, when I think about it, you know, like I came out, we were saying, I came out of my karma, I didn't even realize I was out of my karma because I was still in all the relationships I was in before, right? Yeah. And when I came out of my ego, let's say, in that respect of having like a fuck ton of expectations and an identity, mm -hmm. not that nothing mattered to me because a lot of things still matter to me. Uh -huh. But when I kind of decided to allow myself to be bigger than I'd ever experienced myself to be before, okay. there was a lot of it, obviously, because we're writing, we're recording we're doing a lot like I, I knew a lot of it in theory mm -hmm. and you know we joke about how sometimes you know when you go to let's say a psychic or you speak to someone and they tell you something actually when you hear it your brain processes it in one way but when you actually experience it it's so different mm -hmm. for so many reasons yeah one because you're actually feeling it too, because it's actually conscious, right? You're feeling it in your emotions, in your mental body, in your physical body, in your spiritual body. Like all of a sudden, there are all these facets to it that you couldn't have understood when it was just so 
plain when it was just like kind of one-sided, mm-hmm. right? It's the difference between someone saying ice cream sweet and you actually tasting it. Like they're two very different yeah. experiences. What I look at as blue could be your green. Oh, That's what true. I mean. We all are here to create our own worlds, mm-hmm. right? And it is only through our own eyes that we can experience our worlds. Yeah. And it will look fundamentally different to every single other person in the world because they're not looking through our eyes and it's impossible for them to do so. Yeah. So, but when you're cutting off people, let's say, preemptively, mm-hmm. right? What you're actually missing is the wealth of the growth. Yeah. Because actually what we're always learning, and this is, I think, where what I really didn't understand when I was going through this because I was so wired to expect that I was going to be bitch slapped the whole of my life, right? In every shape, way, and form is what we're learning is that we can listen to ourselves. We do know what's best for us. Mm -hmm. And in doing those things, we can lead a life of harmony inside of ourselves and outside of ourselves because everything does change once Mm -hmm. we are in harmony with ourselves. So what effectively you're describing is not being in harmony, right? Right. Understanding it from a mental perspective where our emotions are still hiding from pain. Mm -hmm. Our spiritual body is still maybe younger than we'd like it to be. Mm -hmm. And our physical body is trying to hold everything together. That's not harmony. The beauty is, is that when you say it'll hit harder, yes, if you're committed to embedding yourself in what you know, yeah. But if you're able to, honestly, it's a split second change sometimes to sit and, and literally just check in with oneself and say, what do I actually want to do here? Mm. Am I going to give myself permission to do it? Yeah. Because that is all, that is literally all one needs to do in order to get through that karmic bit. Mm-hmm. No matter how hard it hits you, it's going to hit you harder because it's going to want to push you to give yourself that permission. Yeah. Right. Because you're going to think you've got too much to lose or Mm. you're going to be too scared of what comes next or you're going to be holding something around it, even if it's just ego. Right. Like, but that's the only question you ever really need to ask. And which is why I guess you can't really backslide because once that becomes a natural part of your responses, Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Every single time. And you do it without question of how psychotic it looks to anyone else, which honestly, like I have to say, I have been like, I have acted in crazy ways, like subjectively. And, you know, I've also done nothing when people think I should be doing a fuck ton. Right. Mm -hmm. But when you're checking in with yourself, you're just going, this is what I actually want to do. This Mm -hmm. is what I'm going to give myself permission to do. Yeah. My mind is going to assign a whole fuck ton of reasons as to why I'm doing it. And And justification. And, you know, and like, tell me why and all this stuff. Fine. You you do it. At the end of the day, I'm still doing it. Right. I'm still listening to my heart, which means you can't backslide because you're already effectively operating from that space. Mm -hmm. You're conducting your life in harmony. Mm-hmm. So yes. therefore, if you're in harmony, the world would naturally echo back that harmony to you, even when you meet people from your past and you're having to look at them effectively through a different eyes and a different heart and a different mind. It's all yours, but you've grown. For me, I was definitely seeing things I didn't want to see before because I was so attached to the story. Mm-hmm. I didn't really want to see the reality of the people. Yeah. And the thing is, it's very possible. And I know it is extremely possible to love people who are false. We all have faults. I have a, a thousand right? Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about being able to understand, oh, that's why I was so crazy about you, for example. Mm. But that's why also it hurt. Like our, our connection didn't work. Mm-hmm. Or that's why I was so crazy about you. And that's why it was so sweet and why it was so nice. But 
you know, I've outgrown it now. Like whatever it was, like I always noticed that at the end, for me, everyone's different, I assume. But for me, at the end of any kind of past experience, Mm -hmm. I knew it was healed when it didn't have any charge anymore. Exactly. And the thing is, when when you're running away from the emotional charge, it's because there's still shit to go, unfortunately. But if you face the emotional charge, then you can heal it and... Exactly. It's gone. This is just to explain why magic doesn't always work, why you could be out of your karma and still not be in 5D. Okay. And it's not just because you haven't killed your ego. Yeah, there's still a portion of it left, right? But it's also because your consciousness isn't matching up. And so your experiences, while not necessarily a karmic reality, because they're different enough, still are not as you had pointed out in the sort of, they're still not 5D in terms of they're not really harmonious or flowy. There's a sort of uncertainty, but not the kind of exciting uncertainty of, oh, what does my fate hold for me? But more like something's coming (laughs) and I feel it and I know it and things aren't lining up and I don't know why. And that's what I mean by saying that in between period, that bit is hell because I know I'm not meant to be here. And yet I don't know how to get out of it. Oh, okay. It's where we are so paralyzed that we cannot make any real meaningful or fundamental change. But Okay, but what is hell? So it's the in-between, which is the space in the tapestry of fate, sorry for the boring visual, where we have fallen between the lines or the threads. Is that possible? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can you, can you do that? Is that only when you're in between 3D and 5D or is that always possible? No, it's when you're in between 3D and 5D. But once you're in 5D, you can't do that anymore? No. Okay, I just need to double check. Now I'm chilled again. <laughs> okay. So this happens when we've gone beyond our destiny, right? So destiny is just part of our 3D reality. It's and destiny is just fate. that line. Effectively, fate is the larger tapestry. It's the larger tapestry. Destiny never existed without fate. And destiny is within our fates. It's the effectively our fate when we're in our karma, our ego, and yes. our... It's our 3D fate. Yes. And fate... That's destiny. And fate is the much wider one that gets expanded exactly. out the minute we come out of 3D. Exactly. Okay. And destiny, if you want to think about it in another way, was just the that story we told ourselves to make ourselves feel better. It's positive spin on yeah on what was effectively still hey. a karmic reality. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, right? here's, your, here's the one. The one who's going to break your heart over and over again until you die. Or here's the one you're going to have to settle for because you can't deal with your... Your karmic reality, right? This is another way to look. But it's funny because I remember it was season four. Oh, no, no, 4.1. You're naming naming the season. No, season 4.1, we were talking about fate and destiny. We were talking about effectively how destiny, you get in the car, you drive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you get out of the car, right? So when you're in the car and you're driving, that's still part of your journey. Okay. But that's your destiny. Yes. When you get out of the car and you've arrived to wherever you're going, that's when you access your fate. Yeah, and then you and get into another car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, whatever, but I remember... No, then you start driving. I don't oh, know. Oh, wait, is that the fate one? Is that fate? Yeah. I don't know. But I remember when we were talking about it, and I was saying, oh, am I out of the car yet? You were like, you were literally sitting in the car, banging on the windows, asking to be let out without realizing that you can open the handle. And that, to me, sounds like what you mean when you're talking about hell. Yeah. Okay, so now continue. Exactly. So when you are in hell... When you're effectively in that in-between phase, it means you haven't yet put your entire past to rest. So you're stuck in your karmic reality. Yes. Or what you believe is still your karmic reality, even though you you are already out of your karma. Okay, fine. Right? Fine. fine. I'm with you. Okay. That is like extra hell. That's hell plus. (laughs) Yeah. Because you're you're, you're in hell, but you know you're in hell. Yeah, exactly. And that's the the awareness of hell. How do we end up in this hell where we're aware of... We get get thrown off our fate line. Yeah. How do we get thrown off a fate line? 
we haven't been able to put our past to rest. So it that thread carries through from our destiny part portion of the fate. It carries through into the other part. Okay. So what does? But I think there's most people. I, I imagine most people experience this. You know, not as many as you think. It's not uncommon, but it's not that common because some people just hold on a lot longer than others, right? Hold on. <laughs> well, it happened to me, if that's what you're talking about, because I didn't want to let go of... The thing is, is I really associated letting go of people with letting go of patterns when actually they were two entirely different things. Mm-hmm. So I held on so desperately to all my patterns and all my... Because I thought that's how I'd hold on to my people. Mm-hmm. I wasn't willing to actually see, well, what happens if I am really myself? What happens to them? Yeah. Because I thought if I was really myself, I'd lose them. Yes. And actually what ended up happening was when I finally got the courage to do it, relationships got so much better. Mm-hmm. And the ones that didn't, I really were like, okay, bye-bye now. Yeah. And it wasn't. But I, the idea, the thought, the the concept of losing people, me, mm-hmm. all of it, it was just too much. Mm-hmm. So I just held on for dear life. Yeah. And also I think because I was also going through it at a point where the world was changing so much around me. Mm-hmm. To be I needed, fair, I needed an anchor without my coping mechanisms of effectively, which were my patterns, right? Like, yes. So. Very well said. Patterns yeah. are definitely our coping mechanisms. If the same people from our past don't necessarily come back, it could be people who are similar. It's all about the dynamic. It's whatever the interaction is drawing out of you mm. and that reaction. And so it's an opportunity to do something differently. So you can move on that way. Okay. Right? That's one way to do it. The other one is just to go scorched earth and burn the bridge. So those are the two ways in which you can kind of, you can bring yourself out of hell. So do something different within the pattern or just like move on? Move on. Knowing full well you might receive the same person a different lesson. So then really you've got to do the first thing, which was do something different. Right. Which is then really grow in your consciousness. Okay. That would be the way to do. And when we talk about consciousness, we're really just saying, can you get to a place where you're listening to all of yourself, not just your mind? Precisely. Precisely. So you're listening to your heart. You're listening to how you feel in your body. You're listening to your knowing, your trust, you know, all those things all at once. You are moving forward wholly as in you are, it's the whole you moving forward. It's not just your mind trying yeah. to mitigate or anticipate. There's a part of my mind that wants to like, eh, put the brakes on and do all that stuff. And that's the bit where it's just like, all right, can you just let us see? We've done this before and it's worked in our favor. Mm-hmm. So you've had enough experience through yeah, your karma, right? Yeah, we've done this. So mm-hmm. let's see if I do it this way. Are you willing just to let me see? And the answer is always going to be yes. Because to live in a new reality, you have to be prepared for that reality. See, this is the right? bit I never fully understood until recently. Mm-hmm. Because I think really I wouldn't have been able to live in my current reality if it wasn't for anything that had happened before because I needed everything to be natural. Otherwise, I would have self-sabotaged the shit out of it. Yeah, makes sense. It's just, I hate to say it, but it's true. Well, people do and they don't, and they're not willing to admit mm. it because then what they'll mm. do is they'll fall back and say, well, see, it's not real. Mm. I knew it was never going to happen. Because the thing is, it's not like one of those things where it shows up and then we adapt to it. The reality presents itself. It's effectively what happens. Okay, go on. Because that's magic, right? Magic is you're creating a new reality. It's more than magic. It's also your fate. Okay. Right? Yeah. So when you shift, as in you shift fate lines, right? You can shift the thread or you're moving forward in it depending on your movement within How do you know fate. you're doing either of those It doesn't things. matter. Fine. It really doesn't matter. Effectively, it's usually purpose-based, as we said. Yeah. So it depends on where you are. Basically, you're just and moving you're... through your fate, whatever Precisely. it is. Precisely. It's however you're progressing through you your purpose. Can you circle around your fate in the same three? No. Okay, you're always no. moving forward. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. Always moving forward. Cool. And so as you're moving, that reality is already there. That's what it means when the reality presents itself. Because it's always existed? Mm -hmm. Even if you're creating it as you go. Remember, our physical reality is still slower than what is being created or what exists in our fate. Oh, yes. Right? Because the future time is always tomorrow, yeah. right? It's like, yeah. not, not, not. So how do, you know when you've got, how do you know when you've gotten there? Well, how stuck do you feel? The one where, how do you know if you've gotten there? How do you know as if you've gotten out? Oh. How do you know if you've gotten out of hell? Well, yeah. how stuck do you feel? Okay. Can you make your own decisions for yourself? Okay. When you're in that in-between place, so in between the tapestry lines, mm-hmm. right? And you're seeing that future time, what, is anything being created if you're not on a line? No, no, it's, it's, it's running stagnant. I mean, you can't, cause you can't create from that place. So okay. your fate, I mean, while everything is dynamic, so everything is effectively always moving, there's energy, right? Mm. So, you know, if, it, if that energy stops, we're dead Yeah. effectively, right? So it's still moving, but it's, it's, it's not moving enough for any, to make any difference. So the two things, the only, the, those, because can't... it cannot pull you out of it. You have to be the one to do it. And it's basically the final fuck this. Yeah. Is it the final fuck this? It could be the final fuck this. Depends on what your fuck this is. Okay, fine. All right, fine. <laughs> yeah. In 5G, two people say fuck this a lot. No. So it's kind of that. There's no to... need. Well, the thing is, you've been going through your whole karma listening to yourself, right? Yeah. Even if you don't notice it, even if you don't know that that's what you were doing. Yeah. So regardless of whether you're in between your destiny or fate or you're still in your destiny, it's the same move. Mm-hmm. It's listen to yourself, act accordingly, mm-hmm. do something to break a pattern. Yeah. But do that because you want to, because it feels natural to you. Allow that natural expression of you to unfold. Yeah. Which is why you really don't need the fuck this either. Cause it's mm. just kind of, yeah. But I feel like when you were really stuck in there, you do, you do. Yeah. No, when you're in the stuck, when you yeah. ask if you're really in 5d, do you no, need to say five? Device, and I was like, yeah. mm, no, cause it's generally yeah. when you're in flow. Yeah. yeah. So that's how reality, so basically that's how you create a reality mm-hmm. because when you feel it in your emotional mental and spiritual bodies mm-hmm. your physical body will as you said in a previous episode will get you there in the fastest amount of time so it remains in alignment and that's yes. the future bit yes and that's why it feels so present to you bit. but you can't see it in your eyes it's available to everyone this reality creation thing everyone can do it by 2026 the hope is that there will be enough scale in terms of consciousness that yes it will be possible for people that's because a lot of people will be living in that in-between phase until then Oh yeah, and that's the, the bit between three D and five D. Yes, that's why you gotta jump. That's why you gotta believe that you can do more. And you've done all of this for a reason. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.